Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dude! Dog! Damage! It's the Lou Gallo on the ah! You know, Robert Sala has to be the happiest guy in all of New York sports this week. Not just because the Jets beat the Giants, but because Brian Dable is so inept. Robert Sala has gotten a pass this week because he was awful on Sunday. Absolutely awful. The team he coaches had nine penalties. They were undisciplined. Most of those penalties were dumb. Most of them were late hits. Most of them were stuff after the whistle. Most of them are just stuff you cannot be doing as a defense when your head coach is a defensive-minded guy. Nine penalties, and it should have cost him the game. The Jermaine Johnson penalty where DeVito scores the touchdown, that should have been it. Game should have been over, and all week we would have roasted Robert Sala. But because Brian Dable basically, you know, didn't go for it on fourth down, kicked the field goal, and then in overtime basically gave up and didn't even try, Robert Sala gets a pass. Robert Sala is not a good head coach. Now, Robert Sala could become a good head coach. Robert Sala had a chance to prove himself on Sunday. I thought it was the biggest game of his young NFL head coaching career. He had a chance, and he blew it. Team won. Yeah, they won, but he blew it. And his team was undisciplined, and he was not very good, but he gets a pass. Because the Giants, Brian Dable, were worse. That doesn't make Robert Sala a good head coach. He's not a good head coach. Now, we know when Aaron Rodgers was brought here that Aaron Rodgers and Nate Hackett would essentially be the head coaches. They would work together. They would run the offense. They would essentially run the team. And Robert Sala would focus on the defense. But once Aaron Rodgers went down, it was on Robert Sala to be that leader of men on both sides of the ball. And we know he's a great defensive mind. But he hasn't really shown he could be a good head coach. He had that chance on Sunday, and he blew it. Yes, his team won. They won. They move on, absolutely. But Robert Sala still hasn't proven himself to be a good head coach. The Jets were so undisciplined on Sunday, it was comical. Penalty after penalty after penalty. Bad penalties. But he gets a pass. Because Joe Judge, I mean Brian Dable, is coaching the Giants. That's where we're at. And Robert Sala, as the Jets move on here to play the Chargers, and another awful head coach, Staley is another boob that's clueless, so maybe he'll have the advantage there. But Robert Sala has a chance once again, we say this every week, to prove doubters like myself wrong. And he had a golden opportunity on Sunday, and he blew it. Team won, but he blew it. Because they were undisciplined, they had massive penalties, and penalties that should have sunk the Jets. 
Brian Dable said, hold my beer, and we are where we are. Now, the victor go to the spoils, but Robert Sala has not proven himself to be a good head coach. And he needs to, because if the Jets are going to go where they need to go, if they are going to go where you want them to go, to Vegas, and I don't mean in the regular season, I mean Vegas for the Super Bowl, to win the Super Bowl, to go to a place where the Jets haven't been forever, to go and win something the Jets haven't won in forever. They need Robert Sala to be a big-time head coach. Now, you need Aaron Rodgers back, of course, story for another day. But Robert Sala has to be that guy. And what we saw on Sunday, what you saw, what I saw, is bottom of the league level stuff. When you see the bad teams in football, the bad coach teams in football, what do they do? Commit a lot of penalties. Commit a lot of dumb penalties. Commit a lot of back-breaking penalties. And that's exactly what the Jets did on Sunday. The only problem, or the only benefit, I should say, or the only good thing for you as a Jet fan and for Robert Sala is Brian Dable made an even bigger mistake and gave up in overtime. So the Jets win. Robert Sala sort of flies under the radar. He gets a pass. Move on to the Chargers. Everything is sunshine and rainbows in theory. And he could sort of avoid the criticism for another week because his team won the game. But in reality, they did not play well. They were undisciplined. They made a million mistakes on defense. And they should have paid for it. They didn't. But if you do that against good teams, and the Giants right now are not, if you do that against good teams, they will punish you, you will lose, and you will be out of a job. 877-337-6666. Ari in Marlboro. What's up, Ari? Hi. Hi. I wonder like, why you criticize the Jets so much. You're saying the defense was terrible? With the penalties, but- they were horrible. They made so many dumb penalties in that game, and it should have cost them. Did they play well as a defense in terms of stopping the Giants' pathetic offense? Yes. Are the Jets have a good defense? Yes. Have they shut down good quarterbacks, great quarterbacks this year? Absolutely. Were they undisciplined on Sunday? Should it cost, have cost them the game? Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. That's not all on Salah. Yes, it is. That, embod- that embodies your head coach. Those are his players. That is his defense. He's a defensive-minded coach. If guys are committing dumb penalties, by the way, we've seen it year after year under his his thing. How many dumb penalties? John Franklin Myers roughing the passer. Like, we've seen this Jet defense be undisciplined. That's on the head coach. And as far as me ripping the Jets, I will rip whoever I see fit. I rip the Giants. I rip Dable. I will rip everybody if it's called for. I don't pick on the Jets. I just see it like I see it. And I call it like I see it. But they were terrible, and they let up 10 points. No, they were terrible because they committed awful penalties and should have lost the game. That's why they were terrible. They were undisciplined. That's why. They were terrible as far as yardage and points and stuff like that. They were terrible as far as being undisciplined. Penalties, bad ones, dumb penalties, back-breaking penalties. That's on the head coach, Ari. 877-337-6666. 877-337-6666. Ed is in Wilton. What's up, Ed? Logan, how you doing, man? Good. Uh, let me start off with a lifelong Jets fan. I talked to you last week about uh, this game and how I was a nervous wreck, even though most Jet fans you know, were pretty confident, mm-hmm. overly so. Mm-hmm. But you're 100% right, dude. Salah is a bum. Every stinking week, it's the same penalties. It's the same late hits. Yep. It's the same press you're conference right, where he says, Every time. We got a clean thinking time. 
I don't know if he said the F word. Uh, he said one of the F words. It sounded like the bad one. I let it go. Eddie, if you're still up, you can go to you, man. Nope. All right. That's okay. I thought Eddie said, had a little potty mouth. You know, like I said, if you're hanging out with Tommy Lugauer down the shore for a DJ's we're at a bar, let it rip. We're on the radio. The FCC doesn't agree with all the rules that I would like to have, but there we uh, go on. Here's Shane and Merrick. What's up, Shane? Hey, Tommy, I just wanted to remind you that the uh, the Giants... No, I'm well aware of that, and I ripped Brian Dable for days on it, but that doesn't mean okay. Robert Sala didn't stink oh, no, in that I'm game. doesn't mean a, the team wasn't give, got I'm, I'm, No, I totally agree. I'm not giving Sala a pass, but yeah. you're being a little hardcore on the Jets. Why is that? Then, well, let me ask you this, Shane. If the Giants go for it on fourth down, if they get it, if they win the game, are you going to take it easy on Robert Sala and the Jets? Oh, absolutely not. I'm a okay. Jet fan. I'm, so crushing, then, I'm crushing them now. The so team is undisciplined. That, that, that's my point, though, is that it got sort of buried because of the Giants' ineptitude and their head coach being gutless, <laughs> not going for it, and giving up in overtime. So Robert Solid gets best. Look, how many how many weeks in a row with undisciplined stuff, penalties, backbreaking, the Johnson penalty should have sunk him. No, I get it. I get it, man. You're still lost, though. How am I lost? No, I mean the team, the Giants. They still lost. No, no, I know that. No, I, I get that. I'm well aware. Yes, they lost. No doubt. I guaranteed a victory, okay. and they lost. Shane, I know. I guaranteed a victory, a giant victory, and they lost. I'm well aware. I am well aware. The Giants and their issues are abundant. Brian Dable has been gutless for weeks. He's been coaching scared. He's been coaching like a wimp. He's been kicking field goals when the kicker is clearly banged up, off, whatever. He's been making dumb decisions. The Brian Dable, the people's champ of last year, is no longer here. Now he can make a return. We could have the encore presentation of Brian Dable, perhaps. But this year, it's been bad. It's been a it's a honeymoon year, but it's a honeymoon when, you know, your flight gets canceled, they lose your bags, and it rains the entire time you're in Aruba. 877-337-6666. Russell in Glenhead. What's up, Russ? Hey, Tommy, how are you? Good, how you doing? Uh, so, so one, one nuanced point about how bad Salah is with the defense is look at how the defense plays in the first quarter yeah. um, this entire season. Mm. Now, they look great in quarters two through four, yes. but in the first quarter, they come out looking woefully unprepared. Yes, Kansas City sticks out like a sore thumb for sure when they went down, what, it's like 17 just, early? so strange. Yeah. yeah, they make adjustments during the game, yeah. but they come into the game clueless. Yeah, and like I said, it's the same rhetoric every week. We got to clean stuff up. We got to fix this. We got to fix that. And every week with the Jets, it's almost like, well, all right, we got by. We skated by. We're here. We're right there. We're right where we need to be. No, 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 no. The Jets, especially on defense, and this head coach need to start putting together A plus performances. That's as far as being disciplined. I understand they beat Jalen Hurts. They made him look silly. I understand Patrick Mahomes had a bad game against them. I understand they turned Joshua Allen over a ton of times and he stinks against the Jets. All good. Not taking anything away yeah. from him. But what that stuff, I'm telling you right now, this, mark my words, if the Jets make it to the playoffs, this kind of stuff is going to haunt them. And you're going to well, say, you know what, Lugie, not- you were right. Well, I'm not sure about that because I think in Why the not? playoffs, uh, I think the defense would tighten up. Let me ask you um, this. Let me ask you this. You play the Chiefs who get every friggin' call in the book. You play like that, there will be 17 penalties against you, especially in crunch time. They are dying well, to throw flags in favor of the Chiefs. You have to be disciplined. You play Cincinnati, Joe Burrow, who do you think is getting the benefit of the doubt in that spot? 
Well, the, well, the Jets don't get any calls. No, I, I understand that. But, yeah, Russell, yeah. that's my point. Even more reason to yeah. not be stupid. That's the thing. If you're going to go with that route that the Jets don't get calls or calls against them, you got to be even more disciplined. I'm telling you right now, those type of things come playoff time. There is no margin for error, and that stuff will come back to haunt you. They have to clean that stuff up, and that starts and ends with Robert Sala. Tommy Lugauer, Lugie, Robert Sala is the happiest guy in New York sports right now because he gets a pass this week because Brian Dable is like basically clueless right now and is coaching scared and gave up in overtime and didn't decide to go for it on fourth down instead of going for field goal. He went for field goal. They missed. We all know what happens. And yes, and yes, I did guarantee a Giants victory. And yes, I was wrong. And guess what? I'll be wrong again. And sometimes I'll be right. Sometimes I'll be wrong. But here's one thing I will never do. Ever. I will never skip the podium. So if you want to have fun with it, have fun with it. I will never skip the podium. I was wrong on the guarantee. Robert Sala gets a pass. 877-337-6666. Josh is in Queens. What's up, Josh? Loogie. Let me tell you something, bro. Yes. You guys, you Giants fans came in hot last week. You were like, oh, we got Tyrod Taylor. Mm -hmm. The offense is smooth. Yep. He scored the first game against Buffalo. He scored nine points. You're like, oh, the yep. offense is great. Yep. Then against Washington, he scored 14 points. Mm-hmm. Oh, the offense is great. Yep. And then against the Jets, yep. he scored 10 points. And that wasn't even him. It was Danny DeVito. Well, Tommy DeVito, so but you I get guys, it. You guys came in super hot mm-hmm. thinking you guys were the talk and you were going to knock the Jets off, of their little pe- off our pedestal, which is – overachieving right now with the roster and with Zach Wilson. And let me tell you, I don't even care about Robert Sala. Yeah, I don't want to hear overachieving because you guys brag about how great your roster is. So I I wouldn't throw the word out overachieving. I would say doing what you're supposed to do with Zach Wilson, a quarterback. Well, first off, you guys couldn't beat the Eagles. We beat the Eagles. Yes. You guys wouldn't even be, you got the Giants wouldn't even be within a 10 foot pole of the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. So, and and first off, Buffalo stinks. But that's besides the I point. I think they're soft. And, I think they're overrated. I think their head coach yeah, stinks. I agree with but, that. But I'll say this, that the Giants had no chance in that game. The weather and the offensive line, the poor offensive line by the Jets is the only reason why that game was Well, I would close. say they'd have no chance because that's Josh it. and I screamed about it forever because I heard about this discrepancy all year here basically about, well, the Jets have so much more talent than the Giants. They have so much more talent than the Giants. Mm-mm. Because the point spread was three. So Vegas clearly disagrees with you. Because if the Jets were so much more talented than the Giants, the spread would have been seven, ten, double digits. Especially with how bad the Giants have played this year. And the Jets, like you said, you said it, not me. You know, they just beat the Eagles. They played well against the Chiefs. Yet the point spread was only three points. But the Jets have superior talent to the Giants. I think we all found out on Sunday that's not the case. Because the Giants defense came to play. They played really well. And if you watch the game, you realize, hmm, not true. Because it's a coin flip at running back. And the defenses are very close. Offensive lines are very close. Giants, I don't care who they have at quarterback, basically better than Zach Wilson. Give the kid credit. He made plays down the stretch. But you know what I mean. Body of work, Zach Wilson, we all know, is not very good. So, Jet fans, you got the win. Congratulations. I was wrong. But this idea that you have superior talent to the Giants, I think, was proven to be inaccurate on Sunday. Kevin is in Manhattan. What's up, Kevin? Hey, Lugie, I got to agree with you 100%. I don't know what these Jet fans are talking about. They beat a quarterback on a practice squad. 
the, the, the most famous thing about this guy is his last name. He's not even related to Danny DeVito. Hmm. They didn't throw a pass for nine minutes in the third quarter. Yep. What great defense is this? Yeah, you know what, Kevin? Here's the only thing I will say. Because I'm not going to go this route because I think it's just, uh, frankly, trolling. The idea that if the Giants won or the fact that they just barely lost, right? I'm not going to sit here and say, well, you, you could barely beat Tommy DeVito and Tommy DeVito beat you. Tommy DeVito, no disrespect, Jersey guy, great first name, by the way. Syracuse, the whole nine. Went to Illinois. The, the, I don't know where he went to prom, but I knew a few things about him. Bottom line is this. He didn't do anything in the game. Whether it's his fault or not, he did nothing. So the Jets wouldn't have lost to Tommy DeVito. They didn't almost lose to Tommy DeVito. Tommy has nothing to do with it. And, and again, no, no disrespect to Tommy. They wouldn't let him do anything. So he take that out of it. Bottom line is this. Giants had him beat, period. And the head coach, Brian Dable, should have went for it. And then in overtime, he should have kicked to the Jets, allowed Zach Wilson to make a mistake. He didn't do that. And then he didn't even try with DeVito. That's it. Here on the Lugauer, Tommy Lugauer, Lugie. Just want to hit on a few things here, and then we will get back to your calls at 877-337-6666. First, you heard it there in Axe Update. Legendary college basketball coach Bobby Knight has passed away, so we send our condolences out to Bobby Knight's family. Of course, anybody that was close to him. The passing of the legendary college head basketball coach, Bobby Knight. Also, the Knicks are in action tonight. Off the win last night. The back-to-back here with the Cavs. And, of course, the Knicks did damage. And you know they're going to do damage because they got dudes. They got dogs. But that's not what I want to talk about. And they're going to tip off here in a few minutes. Charles Barkley, who who I love. And, look, the first part of that, and we, we have fun with it, but... The Knicks, they do need another player. Look, they have a great bench. I love Jalen Brunson. I'm actually a huge supporter of Julius Randle, but it does feel like they're missing it, you know, one piece. And Charles brought that up. I think it was it was right before the game. And he mentioned, you know, the Knicks go out, got to go out and get another star or get a star. I think Brunson's a star, but if you want to say another star, a star, whatever. And he brought up a name, and I fell over when I heard the name. Because if they trade for this guy, I'll lose my mind, and that's Carl Anthony Towns. Number one, if you're not a fan of Julius Randle, wait till you get your eyes on Carl Anthony Towns. He is soft. He has a low basketball IQ, and New York will eat him alive. I know he's a local guy, but you do not want any part of this guy. I don't think he's a winning player. I don't think he's the missing piece. I don't think he will be a good addition here. And no disrespect, Charles Barkley knows more basketball than I will ever know. I know that. But, uh, Charles, you can't trade for Carl Anthony Towns. That's just not a guy you want to bring in. I'm not a fan of his. I, like I said, low basketball IQ. I think he's soft. He's a frustrating player to watch. That's not a guy that I would bring in. I agree the Knicks need another big-time player. They need another star. But Carl Anthony Towns is not it. And the other thing, finally, if you're a Met fan and you hold ill will against Jacob deGrom, I just don't get it. This idea that he's the enemy, this idea that you'd be mad if he gets a World Series ring, if the Rangers win the World Series here, and it looks like they're gonna, they're up 3-1, come on. You want to get on Max Scherzer, I'll be the first to do that because he was a bum, he was a loser, he stunk in every single big spot, he had excuses a mile long. Absolutely. We should have no loyalty. You and I should have no loyalty to Max Scherzer. But Jacob DeGrom, in my mind, the second best pitcher in the history of the Mets, a guy that, oh, by the way, was great 
Oh, by the way, they didn't hit for him. Oh, by the way, he didn't complain. Oh, by the way, had big moments in the postseason, including including his last start with the Mets where he won a postseason game. This idea that we have ill will or you have ill will against this guy and you're rooting against him. First of all, he didn't contribute at all to the success of the Rangers this year and their run, number one. Number two, the Rangers, they're not an enemy to the Mets. It's not the Phillies. It's not the Braves. It's not the Yankees. So stop. This this hatred for Jake is so uncalled for. It's so ridiculous. He didn't fake injuries. He went to Texas and his arm he got hurt. So clearly he wasn't faking it. He wasn't dogging it. And if he didn't want to be in New York, as you sit here and listen to me in traffic, can you blame him? 877-337-6666. Adam and Dix Hills. What's up, Adam? Hey Tommy. Hey. Um so so the guy who I'm watching for this Monday night mm-hmm. is Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. Yep. The guy they brought in, you know, for Aaron Rodgers' benefit, and he's got this big playbook with a lot of big plays in it for Aaron, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he hasn't really led Zach loose, but they're just about a 500 team right now on national TV, the biggest stage of the week, basically. And he's really got to show up. He's got to let his boy throw the ball, right? Doesn't Zach have a big arm? Yeah, I mean, uh, Adam, yes. I think uh, Zach Wilson has great tools to be an NFL quarterback. I think if you ask me, is Zach Wilson talented? The answer is yes. If you ask me, is Zach Wilson a good quarterback, a good NFL quarterback? The answer is no, because he lacks intangibles. He lacks the ability to read defenses, to not make big mistakes. And look, he made the plays against the Giants. I own that. I'm not going to take that away from him. He absolutely did. But I think the Jets sort of don't unleash him for that reason because they're afraid of Zach Wilson turning the ball over. They are not confident in his decision-making. They are not confident he can make the right reads. He could be accurate, and I think that's why. Now, if you have Aaron Rodgers, of course, but we're talking about a multiple-time MVP and a future Hall of Famer. So they're in different uh, stratospheres. Bottom line is this with the Jets when it comes to their success. Brees freaking Hall. One of the top running backs already in the NFL a guy that could wreck a game, a guy that scores tutties, a guy when he scores the Jets win, a guy when he's in the lineup, Zach Wilson wins. He is the key to the offense. Brees Hall, extremely talented. They got to get him the rock. They got to feature him, whether it's dump-off passes, whether it's handing him the ball. That's where the Jets are going to cook on offense. It's not unleashing Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson can't play. He can. He's not good. I'm sorry. Like, I I don't want to pile on. I don't want to pick on the kid. But he is just, and I, kid, I'm 38. But you know what I mean. It's all relative. The, he's not good. So, Zach Wilson's not good. Where have I heard that before? So, it's about getting Brees Hall the football. He is the guy. When he went down last year, the offense totally changed. When he's back in the lineup this year, you saw it on Sunday, little dump-off pass, he takes it to the house, he has electric speed. When he was limited early in the year, you saw the Jet offense just wasn't clicking when they sort of took the reins off him, when he didn't have a pitch count anymore, and when they got the football to Brees Hall, everything changed. So no, I don't think on Monday, Nate Hackett, Tiki's boy, is going to unleash Zach. I don't think he's going to open up the playbook for Zach. It's about getting Brees Hall the football. And it's about, if you're going to throw it, getting the ball to Garrett Wilson, who's a special player, and we see it every week, whether he bails Zach out over a bad pass, whether he takes a quick slant for 30 yards. I wish the Giants would do that with Jalen Hyatt. That's where Zach is going to succeed because he's limited in terms of not arm talent, not arm strength, not mobility, but he just hasn't and may never be able to put it all together as an NFL quarterback. Bob is in bed, mister. What's up, Bob? Hey, man, uh, just to echo what the guy just said, you know, there's something about, I, I feel like they have, I feel like, uh, I feel like Hackett has just, 
has been married into this plan for Aaron Rodgers, and he had this game plan in place. Now he's trying to make it fit into into Zach's world, and I appreciate that, but I don't think that's the answer. I feel like he's got to let Zach. I don't know why Zach can't run with the ball anymore. Zach, Zach's a pretty good runner. He can run with the ball. But there's never any plays where Zach just runs with the ball. Get him out of the pocket. Let him throw some balls. Let him, let him get a little bit loose like he did at the end of the game before. Like, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's a, there's a huge difference between what he, what, what Zach does with the ball and what Aaron does with the ball. Aaron's a different player. Oh, absolutely, Bob. Zach. And I understand being married. Thanks for the call. I understand being married to it as far as if you're Nate Hackett. Like, look. Nate Hackett came here with the idea of working with Aaron Rodgers. He's here because of Aaron Rodgers. If you think differently, I'm sorry, you're wrong. He came here because of Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, if Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback of the Jets, Nate Hackett's not the OC. Like, there's just no way. And as far as getting Zach out, running the ball more, that's fine. I mean, look, you you run the risk of injury, which, look, I mean, I don't think Zach Wilson's that great a quarterback, but you don't want to go to Boyle. I mean, you could bring somebody else in. I don't have a problem with that. If you want to run Zach a little bit more, I think that's fine. But I don't think they they want to change much because I, I've been hearing about this for years. Well, they got to do stuff differently with Zach. They got to do stuff differently with Zach. They got to allow Zach to do this. No, no, Zach is just, he's limited as a quarterback. He just is. This is about getting the ball to Brees Hall, getting the ball to Garrett Wilson, playing big-time defense, and Robert Sala, which I said in the open, being a big-time head coach and allowing this team or making this team be a lot more disciplined. 877-337-6666. Vince in Brooklyn. What's up, Vince? Hey, how you doing? Thanks Good. for taking my call. Yep. Uh, listen, um, I really, I'm really i a new all-around New York fan. I always have been. Anything that says New York, and I love it, all right? Um, the Jets actually win their game on a home pool Sunday, and, and you guys know it. Uh, I think the trade that was just made with Leonard Williams really hurts the uh, Giants. Why is that? And, um, and, and uh, listen, I think, I think they could have... Uh, they could have held on to him and made a little something out of the rest of the season with him and, and, and the rest of the piece of line that they have, which ain't the greatest thing in the world. But uh, Yeah, nowadays, I mean, nothing. the only thing I would say to that, Vince, is that they got a great return for Leonard Williams. So had they not, fine, but they got a great return. And I think they were looking to move other players. They were looking to move Adore Jackson. The reports are that they didn't get a lot of calls on him. Which surprises me because I think, you know, I would think other teams want to bolster their secondary and you get a guy like a Dory Jackson. I would think someone would have been interested. Doesn't sound like they were. Saquon, Dable came out last week and said, and Dable, who we know is cloak and dagger with everything, he doesn't, if you ask coach, hey coach, is today, uh, Tuesday, or what is today, Wednesday? He's like, Coach, is today Wednesday? And he's like, well, you know, I don't really want to get into that. You know, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. So he doesn't want to give straight answers. But last week he came out and said, Saquon's not going anywhere. I told Saquon he's not going anywhere, which leads me to believe that the Giants behind the scenes, Joe Shane, are working on a long-term deal with Saquon Barkley. Now, whether that's going to be right for the franchise or not, is he the best player on the team? Yes. Is it smart locking him up long-term? I don't think so. And that's more just an indictment on running backs. You know, anybody outside of, you know, Christian McCaffrey, it's really tough to, you know, lock him up to a long-term deal, especially a guy like Saquon who gets hurt a lot. But no, I disagree on Leonard Williams. I think it was smart because of the return. They got a good deal back. They got multiple picks. To me, I was ecstatic when I saw that. Now, I thought a Dory would go, but again, nobody seemed to be interested. And I think the Giants have to start looking at you know the future because this year's over. They're not going on a run. They've been coaching scared. They're not playing to win. This season, they've thrown it out. The season was on the line on Sunday. They had to beat the Jets. They didn't. Once they lost that game, the season was over. You got to start thinking about 
looking for the future. Now, when I sit down on the couch and watch them against the Raiders, will I be rooting hard for them? Of course. Will I want them to win? Of course. I never root for losses. I never root for tanking. That said, the season ended on Sunday. That'll do it for me. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.